Welcome to the Dr. Karen Health Show. I'm Dr. Karen and I bring you this podcast every week on a topic near and dear to my heart, something about lifestyle wellness. And today actually is a topic that is very close to home. And I'm going to talk about acid reflux. And one of the big passions I have in educating about this topic is to make sure that you do not miss an opportunity to get this treated and taken care of. Sadly, my brother, I am one of three, I'm the baby, and my middle brother, uh, who was a pilot, had acid reflux ongoing, and because he was busy, he did not get it attended to correctly, and he ended up with what's called Barrett's esophagus, which was a precursor to esophageal cancer and died at too young an age. And it's made me a big advocate for educating about reflux and for paying attention to it because the truth is it's so easy to just just pass it over. Oh, everybody has this. So you just pop a few acid blocker pills or, or just antacids and carry on. Well, left untreated, this heartburn can result in something as serious as my brother ended up having, but also gastroesophageal reflux disease, otherwise known as GERD, interesting name, right, GERD, and of course even cancer. So I really want to stress the importance of understanding this chronic digestive disease, which it is, it's a chronic digestive disease, and what's happening is liquids in the stomach gets refluxed, it, it comes back up into the esophagus. The esophagus is a tube that goes from the mouth to the stomach, and when there's acid in the stomach that kind of regurgitates up in the esophagus, it damages the lining of the esophagus, and this can cause cellular change and discomfort, that's why that pain in your your chest is from that burning feeling from the acid coming back into the the esophagus and common symptoms are that heartburn we talked about but also uh, chest pain that can sometimes be disguised and people think that might be heart pain where it might be just a reflux or difficulty swallowing or a big common symptom is this chronic cough we hear people <coughs> They just cough a lot. And that actually, even though it, you think, well, why would someone have a cough with heartburn? It is a very common presenting symptom of heartburn or reflux. Or also that regurgitation feeling of food in the stomach can be really uncomfortable or a sensation of a lump in your throat. So it can present in many ways. My big message is do not ignore it you really want to get some attention because it's very, very common. Can you believe about 3 million cases in the US every year? And left untreated, it can create ulcers in the stomach or, or the gastroesophageal uh, sphincter, which is right between the esophagus and the stomach, can be strictured so it can go into spasm. You can get aspiration pneumonia, so food that kind of goes back into the lungs. Or, of course, the worst possible scenario is what my brother had, which is Barrett's esophagus. So people with frequent episodes of reflux are at a slightly elevated risk for esophageal cancer. So what 
causes this? Well, there's the big question. Now, there are some underlining health causes that we do know about, and one would be being overweight. So when people are overweight or obese, they are at significantly higher risk of developing this gastroesophageal reflux disease. It, um, that excess weight actually pushes against the stomach and can cause the digestive juices to backflow into the esophagus. So that's the link between being overweight and this reflux. It's actually the leading cause of reflux disease. And, and some foods are known to trigger it. And you probably know foods, alcohol, are spicy foods. Some people it's tomatoes. Some people it's very spicy jalapenos. Um, citrus fruits like oranges can trigger it. And sadly, for some people, chocolate can trigger it. You have to kind of find out what it is for you. And you'll know because when you have that food, you get that symptom of that heartburn or reflux. So there are other, other effects of uh, prescribed medications. So sometimes heartburn can be a side effect of taking too many uh, medications such as um, uh, medications that deplete magnesium because magnesium deficiency is associated with a heartburn. Okay, so why is it occurring and what can we do about it? You know that I am not here for medical advice. <laughs> That's not what I do. I'm about lifestyle. So let's talk about some of the lifestyle factors that we can integrate to help us with this problem of heartburn. So first of all, food sensitivity. So if you have a sensitivity to certain foods that's creating inflammation in the stomach and that reflux, that's the first thing to do. Learn about the food sensitivity and then remove or eliminate those foods. Know about any medications you're on and a potential side effect of heartburn of that medication. If you've got any infections in your GI tract, make sure they're cleared up. Of course, emotional stress, our stomach, our gut is so linked to our mind that heartburn and that reflux can be a symptom of stress. So really managing the stress. So it's important to look at our whole life and look at what is symptoms that we're experiencing and what we think we can do to actually minimize that risk of heartburn. So let me give you some specifics. So Drinking ginger or chamomile tea can be very, very good to reduce the risk of heartburn. I actually love ginger, fresh ginger. It's very good for our digestive system. And it's a, and a great way to just dampen down that, that digestive distress in the stomach. Of course, sleeping on an incline. Anyone that has heartburn or any kind of reflux needs to elevate the head of the bed with extra pillows, or if you have one of those beds that actually do elevate, <laughs> you actually have a button and the head of the bed can go up, that's great. Because when you elevate the head of the bed, it's less likely that that reflux is gonna go from the stomach into the esophagus. The other thing you can do is add fermented foods into your diet. So Pickles. I love pickles. Pickles and other fermented foods are very, very good for people with heartburn. Avoiding alcohol. So if you notice that with excess alcohol, you are getting heartburn, then just be smart and know that you need to dampen down the amount of alcohol. Now, you know that overweight is the number one risk factor for heartburn. So 
making sure that you are at a natural, normal weight. And I know that is easier said than done. And there are so many ways that you can reach a natural, normal weight. But find someone that really specializes in this area and really allow yourself to get to that natural, normal weight. Notice I say natural, normal weight because I do not believe in height weight tables. I think we all know what that natural, normal weight is for each of us where we feel great and we're at our best optimally because being overweight is such a huge risk factor for heartburn. Then the other one, of course, is skipping spicy foods. Yes, spicy foods that trigger heartburn. You know them, and most people know when they're going to have that spicy food, what is going to happen. So make sure if you do choose to have spicy food that you take a precaution, take digestive enzymes, take the antacids so that you can support your stomach to be able to downplay the effect of the spicy foods. Now, please do not just take antacids left, right, and center without getting appropriate treatment. They are only meant to be for temporary symptom relief. These are not meant to be taken long-term. In fact, there is some research that shows long-term prescription antacids can be associated with dementia. So you do not want to be taking, one of the specific ones is uh, PPIs, which is called protein pump inhibitors. And those are the ones that are usually prescribed by a doctor. Please know that lifestyle factors can really, really help. And that's why I'm bringing you this topic in this podcast today. And of course, avoiding any of those food sensitivities or food intolerances that are creating that heartburn for you. So let's talk heartburn. So heartburn, good, gastroesophageal reflux disease, Barrett's esophagus, esophageal cancer. These are all topics that don't get nearly enough discussion and people just think, oh, well, I'm not going to worry about it. But please do not let this go unchecked. And if you hear someone that has got that chronic dry cough, like just a <coughs> like just spontaneously, then maybe you might say, hey, I listened to this podcast once that said people with heartburn or reflux disease can have a cough. So you might want to get that checked out. Like be an advocate for other people. Of course, they have to take action, but at least listening to this podcast might help save another life and certainly improve someone's quality of life. So thank you for listening. I hope the topic has been super helpful to you. And don't forget to tune in next week for Dr. the Dr. Karen Health Show. This is Dr. Karen. Be kind to yourself and those you love. Bye for now.